0: Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst of the money markets here at the weekly Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you aren't already, I do want to make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, this is where you're going to find all new features we have with Chief Investment Strategist Adam Odell, Greens Unfortunes co editor Charles Sizemore, myself. Uh, we're doing stuff new every single week. So make sure you uh, are, uh, you click that subscribe button if you haven't already, and then uh, mash that notification bell so you get notified every time we release a new video. We've also created a new membership program here on YouTube uh, that gives you exclusive information regarding the cannabis market. Uh, This includes stocks, uh, interviews, news, much, much more. We actually had our first live chat on YouTube related to the cannabis market uh, just uh, earlier this week, and it went off Fantastic, and I think we've got many more of those uh, planned ahead. Also, check out our website, moneymarkets.com, each and every day, where we provide safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. Uh, the entire team, and I can't speak highly enough about our entire team of professionals, they all work extremely hard every day to make sure you have that information to bolster your portfolio. When you do check out the website, uh, do sign up for our uh, free daily e-letter. You get all that information sent to your inbox each and every day for Now, I'm going to move on with today's podcast. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about trading on earnings. uh, And then I'm also going to go over our recent YouTube poll uh, as well. But uh, let me preface all this by saying that uh, what I'm going to tell you here, you know, make sure you understand no one and I do mean no one has a crystal ball to look into the future. And this includes experienced market traders and analysts. Adam O'Dell doesn't have a crystal ball. Charles Sizemore doesn't have a crystal ball. Neither do I, and none of us will tell you that we actually do. Uh, So there's no way to forecast precisely into the future, especially with the stock market. But it doesn't stop investors uh, from trying to forecast the future uh, for any one stock uh, and, and buy or sell based on what they think might happen. Uh, we see it all the time, and, and especially as traders try to buy or sell based on earnings reports. Uh, these earnings reports, if you're not familiar, are quarterly statements given out by publicly traded companies that show the financial performance of the company for the quarter as well as annually. They also may, it may include some forward-looking statements like, here's what our sales projections are for the rest of the year, so on and so forth. And, and sometimes that translates to the stock market when a company reports strong earnings uh, that beat expectations, uh, and that stock jumps in price because investors are betting on future strong performance. It also happens the other way. When a company reports weaker than expected earnings, uh, the stock price falls. Uh, and, and because investors are bailing out of the company because they are betting on lackluster future performance. And then the third thing that happens is nothing at all. Uh, the stock doesn't move up or down, no matter what its quarterly earnings are. And there's also something, another component to factor in here, and that is forecasts. Uh, Wall Street analysts, uh, you know, they uh, look at this information and they provide kind of target consensus estimates of where they think earnings per share, revenue, uh, net income, net profit margin, where they think a company is going to land each and every quarter. Are they always right? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. And, and, but but this quarter here, the second, the second quarter earnings that are being reported now uh, are very interesting and very telling. Um, we're we're knee deep in the middle of, of this quarterly earnings season. And we can see that most sectors of the S&P 500 are actually outperforming quarter over quarter. Six of the 11 main sectors in the S&P are reporting higher net profit margins for the second quarter of of the year, as opposed to the first. Notables are uh, information technology, uh, the the, sector is reporting about 24.6% profit margin in Q2, compared to 23% in Q1. Communication services, uh, 14% net profit uh, margin in Q2, compared to just 12% in Q1. And what this indicates is that, you, you know, the companies within these sectors are growing, And what I also did is I want to take a step further and show uh, what second quarter earnings looked at compared to five-year averages for each sector. And that drives the point home a little bit more. Um, except for real estate, which actually doesn't have a five-year average, uh, every sector of the S&P 500 is reporting stronger net profit margins in the second quarter than their, than their five-year average. But do these quarterly report figures tell us anything about trading and, and give us opportunities? The answer here is no. Um, There's no way to tell if any of these sectors are going to maintain those profit margins in the quarters ahead. Basically, we just don't know what's going to happen in the future. And by the time earnings releases are sent out, the numbers have already been analyzed by high-paid Wall Street analysts. Things have been priced in. Um, You know, there's not a whole lot really to decipher. I asked Green's Unfortunate co-editor Charles Sizemore about trading on earnings, and what he told me was pretty interesting. He said, we can beat the street. I believe that. But to do that, we must play the game differently. As an example, in Green Zone Fortunes, uh, we look to hold stocks over a window of 6 to 36 months based on a six-factor model. This is the game we win, we can win because we have the patience to play it, whereas Wall Street expends its time and energy trying to uh, divine whether Microsoft earnings come in a penny above or below estimates. Well, that was a really interesting take. Money Markets Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell added this. Buying a straddle can work. And if you're not familiar with what a straddle is, that's something that you can, you can look up and I can explain it at a later time. But you have to make sure only, to only buy if the implied volatility is very, very cheap. Invi- implied volatility tends to run high around earnings and then crush lower after the report. So a lot of traders overpay for the straddle and then lose even if the stock moves basically what this is what this is is suggesting is if you're looking to trade ahead of earnings and are relying on estimates wall street analyst projections Uh, something like that, you've got to be very, very careful. These are all just estimates. You can look at past performance of how a company has done against those estimates and maybe get a a bit of a picture as to what to expect because a company that regularly beats Wall Street expectations every quarter can be perceived as a company moving in the right direction. But the bottom line here is not to get too caught up in trading on earnings. Earnings are hard to predict and it's even harder to guess what a stock may or may not do based on estimates or even actual numbers. Companies that miss earnings estimates may still have strong uh, stock price growth potential. Conversely, um, you know, a company that beats those expectations could face future headwinds. Um, so for me, earnings are certainly something to pay attention to, uh, but not something to bet the farm on for future profits. After all, none of us have a crystal ball to look into into the future and tell where a stock is going to go with any absolute certainty whatsoever. Now, I want to take a look at some of the results from our latest YouTube poll. Uh, Last week, we asked, uh, what was the best protection against inflation and market downturn? We gave you several options. And this was in relation to a video I did last week on looking at gold versus Bitcoin uh, as a potential hedge. The results were pretty even. Uh, 30% of you said that gold was a a, a strong hedge, while 30% said crypto was a good hedge. 20% 20% of you said none at all. There are were, there were actually no hedges uh, against market downturn and inflation. Uh, Crawford Violin on YouTube said, I buy inflation-protected bonds. And then Nelson commented, decentralization. Well, thank you to everyone who voted and commented on our poll. Um, you know, According to the U.S. Uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, the annual inflation rate in June of 21 jumped from to 5.4% from 5% in May this is not this is a high we haven't seen since August of 2008 the rate for June was also well above the forecasted 4.9 percent so remember what I said about forecasting and and looking at estimates and things like that here's a good example uh, forecast was 4.9 percent actual 5.4 percent pretty significant difference. Uh, the rate was spurred by a 45.2% jump in the ra- in the price of uh, used cars and trucks, uh, 45% price increase in gasoline, a 44.5% increase uh, in the ra- in fuel oil prices and things like that. So prices are going up clearly, and they're going up a little bit higher uh, than we are expecting. Now make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Uh, just head over to youtube.com. If you're not already there search money and markets also. Uh, so make sure you hit the subscribe button and then mash that notification bell and get notified every time we post a new video. You can check out our new video series, Ask Adam Anything. I get to sit down with Adam O'Dell and ask him any question you want. You can send those questions to feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. I've also got involved with Charles Sizemore in his video series called Investing with Charles. Uh, We're going to try to break down some of these very complex topics Uh, in the economy and in the stock market and really boil them down to where they make sense and then tell you what you should do based on what those things mean. So make sure you stay tuned uh, for that as well. We've launched a new community membership uh, program on our YouTube channel as well. gives you exclusive content related to the cannabis market, uh, includes interviews, company breakdowns, advanced insight into our cannabis watch list, which is up double digits, by the way, uh, and a lot more. that's all on our YouTube channel. If you're on YouTube, maybe you want to listen to this as a regular podcast, you can do that as well. Uh, The Bull and the Bear is on your favorite podcast syndicate like, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and tons of others. So just find your favorite and it's likely that uh, we are going to be there. Make sure you subscribe and get alerted every time we release a new podcast. Leave us a comment or review on any of these uh, platforms, whether it be YouTube or, or on a podcast. We'd love to see your feedback, love to see what you have to say. If you got a particular stock or maybe a sector that you'd like us to look at in any one of our videos, you can email us at feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. That's feedback at moneyandmarkets.com and uh, we're more than happy to get to any of those that you send in head over to moneymarkets.com sign up for our free daily e-letter in it we give you safe sound smart simple profitable investment information and check out our uh, our, our weekly uh, e-letter uh, as well it comes to your email box for free each and every day. We've got a lot more coming up, so make sure you stay uh, stay locked in here on YouTube. Uh, or if you're not on YouTube, head over to YouTube and check out all the new video stuff that we have coming out each and every week. Until then, uh, this is Money Markets Research Analyst, Matt Clark, and your host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you.